I was, I was really comparing myself to what I was making before. And I was doing, I was, I was starting to, to get better, more business and doing well, but I just had this mindset that I can't make any more than what I was making before. Like I can't, like you have to get over that. Jimmy is what he said. He said, you know, you're in the mentality that you're making 80, 85 grand at Best Buy. Like you're never going to get past that cap. If you keep comparing that, Hey, this is where I have to be. And this is what I'm comfortable for being. I don't even know what it was that made me decide to do this, but I got a new listing and I'm like, you know what? I am tired of being what I thought a real estate agent was. Hey guys, welcome back to Happy Agent Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Beggins, and our co-host sitting here with me is my brother. Craig Beggins. Hello, everybody. And our, I guess, adopted brother at this point, Mr. Mike Puma, sitting there waving. The redheaded brother. I I learned this morning that it is National Redhead Appreciation Day. So... I feel they pretty special. They should have done special. that on the, um, the shortest day of the year just to kind of make it. <laughs> <laughs> Not really feeling appreciated right there now. There you go. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, Puma, for sure. <laughs> we'll give you the virtual virtual hug there. Thank right, you. I so appreciate that. Today, we're going to have a really, really f- another fun one today. We've got Jim McNally with us, also known as Bat Realtor, and also known as other things that we can't really say on the air. Um, but we're really proud to have him um, on board. He's got a really interesting story. As from the Happy Agent podcast perspective, he's got a really interesting journey. Um, started in Maryland and brought him over to here into a corporate path that really wasn't creating the happiness. So we're, I want to kind of dive into it with Jimmy to kind of tell your story about how life was. You went through college where you did it. How do you end up here? And then we're going to get involved because you're doing some really creative, cool things in real estate that are working well. You're, Super top producer doing a great job. So I want to welcome you to the podcast, Jimmy McNally. Thank you. Hi. Hello. How are you Tell doing? us the Jimmy story. All right. So the Jimmy story. Well, I mean, I can do it in like two seconds and just like, here we go. But um, so I'm born and raised in Maryland. I've uh, been up there my entire life. Went to school at the University of Maryland, uh, college-wise. Did not make it through, though. Sorry. Partied a little too much up that way. Um, and then... And, you know, my, my entire family moved down to South Carolina, so I was kind of by myself. And I, the, I and it's, it's kind of, um, it, it's kind of weird because all the, all the, you know, the, all, there's certain transitions in life and change and things that happen that always kind of bring you to the next level or just a huge change in your life. And what it was for me to move down to Florida was I, I actually had a, a house fire where I lost everything. Oh. So, so I, I lost everything. My family wasn't even there. And my I didn't even know this person who turns out to be one of my best friends till this day, you know, took me under his wing and said, Hey, come stay with me. I got you. We're, we're good to go. And, and then he got me, he got me a job with Best Buy and that's kind of where I started. Um, I, I mean, it was, a, it was a long time ago now when I started and it was also because of him that I came down to Florida. His mom lived in Clearwater. I've never been to Florida at this point. It was mother's day weekend. He's like, we're going to Florida for like a long weekend. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, being in your 20s, coming down to Clearwater, <laughs> you had a, I, had a, I had a really, really good time. He had, a, he had a blast. I loved it down here. So we decided to move. Like literally a month later, we were down here uh, and we moved up to uh, Wesley Chapel when we came down. So worked for Best Buy for 15 years. Um, so you did a transfer, my, a corporate yep, transfer from the store there down here? Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually did, uh, w- w- I started 
I was doing some pilots and tests for Best Buy. They were trying to change kind of how, you know, how they were handling um, customers and different things that they offered. So I kind of wrote my own ticket coming down here, which was cool. I could pick almost any store. And I started in the Clearwater store just because I liked that area. And it was sneaking out to play volleyball, um, you know, on lunch <laughs> breaks and stuff like that on the causeway. But um, and actually, my, that's how I met my wife was through, uh, through my best friend's mom. She managed a salon and, and Brandon. And so she said, I, you need to meet this person. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Don't even try to hook me up. And then, I mean, yeah. We've been together ever since, I guess you could say. So, um, so I met my wife down here. We ended up getting a house in, in Riverview. We decided in the Riverview area just because it was, you know, we had a lot of friends that were, that were in the vicinity. She, again, she worked in Brandon, her parents, you know, she's a, a very big family person and needs to be close to her family. So we just live, you know, lived really close and again, worked my way up through the, uh, through Best Buy, through corporate, if you want to call it, you know, sales manager, manager, uh, territory trainer. I was on, I mean, I did a lot of great things with Best Buy and Best Buy was, a, is a phenomenal company still. Um, and they taught me a ton when it comes down to understanding business. But, you know, I kind of got to this cap where I wasn't, uh, it, for me to go any further, I was going to have to move out of Florida to really probably, to really give myself the opportunity that, that the next step anyways. And I wasn't ready to do that. And, you know, my, my wife has been pushing me, you know, for probably good three or four years, you know, when I was with Best Buy, like, get your real estate license, do it part-time. You're going to do awesome at it. And, you know, the changing point for me going from Best Buy and getting into real estate was, it really came down to family and having, you know, the support staff for my wife saying, yes, you need to do this. But, you know, I had a four-year-old, had another one on the way. Um, and I was already missing everything. You know, I'm working on Thanksgiving now. I'm working holidays, weekends, you know, no time really for, for my family at all. And I was missing everything, like the Disney trips, the trip, you know, even just the trips to the park, watching my son swing for the first time. You know, I was missing all that stuff. And, you know, we made a decision together. We planned for it, saved some money too. So we were, you know, we thought we were okay. Um, and she said, just do it. Like, if this, this is right, you're not happy, you need to be happy. So I'm like, cool, let's do it. And literally I gave him like a month and a half and, and there you go. Well, I think, let, me, let me interject here for a second because I was kind of involved in, in this decision for you. Mm -hmm. Jim's wife, yes. uh, I get my hair cut like once every three years and, and, and Jimmy's wife does that for me. So we would talk about you from time to time and I would tell her the, the rock hard truth of real estate from time to time. But I think something that's important and that really worked out well for you and us is I'm like you, a fan of Best Buy. I think when I go to the Magnolia room at Best Buy, I mean, those guys know their shit like nobody's business. Right. I mean, the training and they're not commissioned. They're trained, they're customer service. And something that I think really benefited you and you still help us to this day, you came to our company and evaluated our tools like Zap and all the 21 onlines and all that stuff. And you took advantage of it and you've used it and you're helping us a lot today saying, Hey, you know, the best CRM is the one your franchisor gives you for free. And you've totally changed my perspective on that. Right. So you wrote those guides for us the other day, just saying, Hey, this is it. And then you showed me your dashboard and all the prospects you have and their buy scores and their sell scores and all this type of stuff. So I think having that tech background, really helped you adopt the tech side of real estate, which is where this right. industry is going now. Oh yeah. That was, that was very cool. 
And thank you for your help doing that. That's really been a big help for us. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, that's a, that's a big thing too. And I'm sure we'll probably, you know, get into it, but that was like, that was one of the biggest things that I missed from Best Buy is hiring these kids off of, you know, in high school, right after high school, never had like a real job, never really had responsibility, or maybe they did, they're going to college, you know, whatever it is. And being able to take them and, you know, coach them and train them, not just in, hey, this is how you sell a laptop or a TV, but just, you know, just the impact that I was able to make, you know, doing some of that stuff and being like this district and territory trainer, you know, I missed that even starting real estate. And then, you know, that was a big thing for me, not just, you know, some of the, and I'm sure we're going to talk about, you know, kind of, you know, my path, but it was one of those things that, I met and I needed that. That actually motivates me more and helped and makes like every time I'm doing was doing that stuff, I was getting more business. I wasn't even trying and I was just helping people and doing this and teaching people how to do that. And all of a sudden this business is just kind of starting to like flow to me and opportunities are right there. So, you know, and kind of being able to do that really kind of helped kind of full circle, bring everything back for me, if that makes sense. It, it does. And a little shameless plug for our company is, you know, there's always room for growth and advancement, Right. And since we are constantly growing as a company, we saw that in you. You and I had a conversation, and your passion is really helping people. So Chris Reed, who I think some of you have met or seen, is a fantastic manager. And Apollo Beach is our biggest office, and he can't physically keep up with it. So we actually hired you. You're still an agent full time, but you're actually helping us on the management side as well. And you're kind of co-assisting, co-managing with Chris. So it's just interesting to watch a company grow that has growth strategies that, that take you along. It's, it's, it's oh, constant, yeah. never ending improvement. I, and, it, and it's awesome. Like I wouldn't have even thought that was an opportunity. I just thought I'm going to come and want to sell some houses and have a blast, you know, doing it. And then all of a sudden these other opportunities just started kind of, and still kind of corporate you know, with, you know, cause I'm helping out with Realogy and, you know, corporate century 21 with stuff. So you, I still kind of got my foot in the door there a little bit, but you know, I still control my own path and I control what, what happens. So just the opportunities there, if, if I want it, I got to take it. And I just have to ask for it too. So like, I wouldn't have ever thought that you could do this kind of stuff. Why just doing real estate? There you go. Right. You know? Before, before we get too far into yeah. the current path, I want to back up yeah. for just a second because what you did is what 97% of the world never does. Right. And mm-hmm. that point is you making the decision to do something to live a better life for yourself and your family. Right. And, and yep. that's taken lightly. We just kind of, I'm not going to gloss over that because that is in my opinion, the most important thing that we do collectively as a company, as leadership, as management, and as, as kind of growth partners, right. Is we figure out what we call this happy agent podcast. You know, one of our mantras in the company is find what puts a big ass smile on your face and live that. Right. So what you were able to do, this took you three, you just said three years of your wife saying, Jimmy, yeah. do it. Jimmy, do it. Yeah. Jimmy, do it. And Jimmy's saying, not doing it, not doing it, not doing it, not ready, not yet. Not, don't want to do it because there's the drunk monkey. There's the doubt. There's fear. There's anxiety. So what if I'm not good at this, right? I'm not a salesperson. I'm not a realtor. I mean, you look at the typical real estate agent imagery sometimes. You're like, I don't really think I want to do that. But you got a good path. You're growing. And then you, you have that internal dialogue that my wife's here, that her family's here. This would stress out my family, my home life. I got my kids. I got this. I, I hate retail. The hours are terrible. So you just had a whirlwind of stuff going oh, on inside your head. It's scary as hell. And scary the easiest hell. thing in the world to do is nothing. Right? Yes. So for three years. You, for three years. <laughs> but that's important. Most people, a lot of you watching right now, are Jimmy before he made the decision to do it. 
right? And it took a lot of guts and it took a lot for you and your wife to collectively say, the reality is this might not work, right? And you just kind of threw a, a corporate position away, right? And really it might not have worked, truly. I mean, Craig, does it work for everybody? No, well, no let me comment on that because Jimmy and I had this conversation and you know, I, I don't know, I've never really had a job, so I don't know what wages are. But when I found out Jimmy was making over $80,000 a year at Best Buy, I figured Best Buy was a 40, 45 grand a year gig. But to throw away an $80,000 plus salaried job with benefits to get into real estate where 65% of the agents make less than the average wage in any given county, that just compounds the pressure to do that. So I want to give him extra kudos for that. Cause it, it, it's different if you're quitting your McDonald's job, right? right. But throwing away a corporate $80,000 plus bonuses job and getting into real estate where we all know it, it's your 90 days best case and probably six months before you start earning any cash. Uh, it takes, a, it takes a pair of cojones to get that done. So that's kudos to you, Jimmy. But we yeah, did have that conversation and we talked about it and you took it really seriously and you dove in and you learned a lot of stuff real fast. I think, I think past behavior though is a huge indicator of future behavior, right? And so if you look at Jimmy's past behavior, he go, you go through a major, major event, right? You literally lose everything. And what do you do? You trust your gut. You take a chance. You move in with a friend. You take a chance on Best Buy. You make something of that. You take a chance trust your gut, take a chance just moving down to Florida, right? And so what that tells me is those little decisions and somewhat major decisions, although they may have seemed kind of irrelevant, were actually super relevant in what led you to where you are today because it tells me that you trust your gut and when you go into something, you're going all in with the belief that you're going to succeed, right? You were without a college degree, which go Terps, by the way, my dad's a UMD grad. Um, but you didn't graduate college, right? So you're technically a college dropout who goes into Best Buy. Most people use that as an excuse and they just go and try and get by. You went into Best Buy and said, no, it doesn't, college is irrelevant. Everything else is irrelevant. If I come in here with the right intent and I work hard, I'm going to be successful. And you were. Right. And then you take that same concept and just apply it into a new business, but you trust your gut, you take that chance and it's paid off big time. So, so for those watching, so, trust your gut. Yeah. So what was it like? Here you are, made the decision and you said, that's it. Here's my notice. I'm out. Right now. I mean, you're not undoing that, right? That it, right. You're done. So right. now you got, you must've got home at some point and said, Oh, it's over. Oh, I, I did it. it. I was dreading just doing it anyways. But uh, but there yeah. you are, that first night, you're home. You're sitting around the dinner table, and your brain's got to be kicking into gear, right? So how was that for you aligning and getting ready to go? What was it like setting yourself up in that completely different industry? Completely. Because uh, he didn't it do was, it, it with was... his toes in the water, guys. He didn't do a part-time no. thing. He quit his no. job and came in to do this, and he cut himself off from every opportunity every other alternative other than success because he's right. here. He's got kids, right? You got little kids, you got a wife, you got a family. You cannot fail. Well, technically oh, yeah. you can because you can always go back to Best Buy or another retail gig, but that yeah. just wasn't happiness, right? So that tell was. us, bring us through that, that's that little chapter of your life right there. 
Well, my, when I finally got done, like first, let's say, you know, final day, it was definitely a good uh, a relief. Like, oh, I'm ready for this next step, you know, step of my life. Um, I literally went straight to um, my real estate, real estate school. So like I took a week off, if you want to call it a week off and went to class and did my, literally did it within a week and a half. I'm the type of person that cannot, I can't sit online and do things. I get, again, too distracted and won't be able to finish it. So um, it was very scary though. I mean, it really was, we had, we had money, but you know, even like Craig said, you know, like I had, you know, I still had that, those thoughts, you know, just had another kid. Now I don't have insurance. My wife doesn't have insurance with her, you know, her work. I'm like, Oh crap. So now I need to make this. And I was, I don't want to say I was the breadwinner because Tasha does a fantastic job at what she does. And she does very, very well. But, you know, I'm making $85,000 a year. Definitely, you know, had like it was very comfortable. You know, we were very, very comfortable. So we definitely were put into an uncomfortable position. Um, of course, my wife's always supported me with everything. And, you know, she even picked up some extra hours and things just to make sure that we're good. Um, but even getting into it, I still like it took me a while. I've, even after I got, you know, got my license and, and came to work, it still took me time to, you know, figure, figure everything out. I wish I had have done some things a lot differently you know, getting into the business now, I know from what I know now. Um, but it was, I'm coming from a, a, coming from a company where I had to know everything. I had to have all the answers. So I felt like I had to have all the answers with real estate. So I, I mean, obviously I took it very seriously through everything. Um, but like I was, and I see it a lot now with agents too. It's like, I have to know everything before I can go out and do all this stuff. Like, I have to know how this works. I have to know how this works. I have to know that. And what if this happens and what if this happens? So I had a lot of doubt and there with not understanding and am I going to be able to give the level of service that I did in my past life? Um, and I compared myself to my past life for multiple years, which actually once, and that's uh, almost a whole nother conversation. Cause when I finally had that mindset shift, it just kind of blew up. Like well, it just, how many, did. how many years were you with Best Buy before you left? 15. Okay. So imagine 15 years in one industry. Yeah. I mean, you, you have it figured out. There's nothing that you don't know, right? right? At that stage, you're pretty much an expert in that industry, right? By all right. intents and purposes. And here you come into another this business and you're nowhere near an expert and you're not going to be for another 15 years, right? right? I mean, it, it takes 10,000 hours to master anything. And so that's a tough thing for agents getting in this business because there's no way to, we've been trying to figure out the pill to say, open up uh, and here's right. all the real estate knowledge you're going to need. It's just impossible, right? It just happens over what's this, almost 55, 60,000 transactions now and a bunch of screw ups along the way to learn how to do it. <laughs> right? right. And it, it's a little bit of blind faith. So let's talk about the blind faith aspect of it for you, because that's a, that's a big problem for a lot of people yeah. is you're not good yet. So how do you even go out there faking that you're good? Cause you just know you're not and you're like internal struggle. So yeah. how was that? Well, I mean, I'm good at talking with people. So I, that, that helped out a lot, but I will tell you probably one of the things that, if I had to pick a different brokerage, and this is not me just saying, oh my God, you have to, this is like the best brokerage ever. I mean, it is. But if I had to pick a different brokerage and I didn't have the team and the family and like, like I knew people coming into it, I would have failed hands down. I wouldn't be doing this anymore. If I didn't have the support and, you know, even the daily training, some people knock like, oh my God, there's trainings every day. I'm like, yes, but I'll tell you what, by doing all those trainings for like a year straight, it's like I've been in business for five, six years already for everything that I've learned. And I've been able to take that and, and handle situations on my own that, you know, I never thought I'd be able to. But I think, you know, for me, I had faith in like 
and, and not the necessarily system because I didn't know how it was going to work, but I knew people and I felt a team. I felt family. I knew that they weren't going to let me fail. I knew Jackie, you know, Jackie Stone's, you know, really close friend of mine and my family. Shoot, I got married on the back of her, you know, lanai um, with my wife. And, and I'll tell you what, like, she wasn't going to let me fail. Like I had, I had just people behind my back saying, I, I have you. And then understanding technology and this new stuff was coming out. I kind of probably dug in that a little bit to kind of cover up some of my doubts and kind of being scared. Just like, well, I know technology. I'm just going to start using this and this is going to help me. It's kind of what I'm used to, you know? So, so started doing that. And I mean, it's still, even to this day, it's still, it's still funky thinking about how everything, everything happened. But you know, I just, I just kind of worked the system. I came in, I went to meetings, I got coaching and again, I have this family and team behind me that no matter what's going to happen, I have support. I never had one instance in my entire career so far in real estate where I couldn't get something answered, you know, when I needed it, you know. You, just brought, first? Back, you just brought back a memory because I was checking on you at some point and you had just had a banner month. I don't remember if you paid 10 or 15,000 bucks or whatever it was, but it was one month. And it was for me, yeah. that's, that's when I knew you made it because you uh, had- uh, yeah. Heck yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> That's like when everything was kicking. Like I, and I was frustrated last month cause I thought, I, I thought I had a phenomenal last month and Kelly kicked me out. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I'll get you next month. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. It's, it's tough but, uh, when you knock it out of the park and somebody else just creeps in with an extra double sided uh, deal that edges you out on the edge. Best month I've ever had. And I'm like, that's not fair. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm happy. We're happy. We're good. I hit some, I'm like, yeah, whatever. All right, so so Puma, from your perspective, Jim, Jimmy, you made a decision to not be like everybody else at some point, right? So you got an interesting evolution, and I'd like to hear about that one from your perspective, and then, Mike, you jump in to see what you saw and, and how this evolution is occurring, what's been happening with Jimmy. All right, so. Yeah, so, so dive in. Tell, tell people what you decided to do, and then I'll okay. give my perspective. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let me throw this out there. So basically, and, and, and Jeff, you said this earlier, you know, like you look at, I'm not that person, like, but I thought I had to be a specific type of professional coming into this business. I thought everything that I saw posted, everything I saw, like I definitely have to wear suits and ties. I have to talk to people differently. And I, I just had this total, totally different view of what a realtor, you know, what I thought a, a good realtor was. So Yes, I was living in the past. I was comparing everything to, you know, what I was used to. And one day, and I, I sat down with Chris and, and Chris kind of helped me understand a couple things. And I was, I was really comparing myself to what I was making before. And I was doing, I was, I was starting to, to get better, more business and doing well, but I just had this mindset that I can't make any more than what I was making before. Like I can't. Like you have to get over that, Jimmy, is what he said. He said, you know, you're in the mentality that you're making 80, 85 grand at Best Buy. Like you're never going to get past that cap if you keep comparing that, hey, this is where I have to be and this is what I'm comfortable for being. So I don't even know what it was that made me decide to do this, but I got a new listing and I'm like, you know what? I am tired of being what I thought a real estate agent was because I kind of wasn't happy. I'm like, this isn't me. I wasn't doing as much business as I wanted to and you know, it just, it just wasn't clicking for me. So I decided that, you know, the things that I, that made me awesome and everybody loved me. And the reason people come to me for things was how I, how I actually acted. So I'm like, you know what, I'm the dude who gets up and screams in a meeting. I'm the one who dresses up when I went to meetings. I'm the one who has as much fun as he can doing anything. And you know what, if anybody says something about it, I don't care, go find somebody else. 
this is who I am. And I just decided, I saw a video of a, of an agent up in um, Ohio that did a, he did a, he did a where's Waldo video and he was just doing a showing of a house and Waldo was everywhere in the room at some point and people were trying to, I'm like, and I was, it was hilarious. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something. And I went and I bought a Batman costume. I don't know why. I think my son said, you should be Batman daddy. And I just went live. I wasn't even doing that much live stuff up to this point. And I just decided, you know what? I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm going to have fun. This is me. I mean, I, when I was doing this live video, my pants were falling down. I was tripping. I mean, it was absolutely, I mean, it was hysterical, I think, but I loved it. Like it was, it was cool. And I got a ton of feedback from it. And, you know, at that point, that's when I realized not that it, I'm going to be bat realtor, but I realized that I need to, I need to be who I am as a person when I'm doing this and people are going to come and, and let me and and uh, let me work for them. But, and if not, again, it's not everybody wants me to dress up like that. I definitely get people that don't, uh, that are not interested in any type of costumes, I guess you can say. But from that moment on, it just kind of clicked and I just started having more fun. I was being myself. And then I got with Mike and I'm like, Hey dude, let's do something fun. Let's do something different. He's like, Oh, I got an idea. And, and we, we did that, that video with the, the dinosaur was awesome. All right. Well, that before, before yeah. Puma jumps in on this yeah. one, I, I got it. I want to drill this one point home real quickly because you nailed it. And a lot of people um, are trying to fit a mold. Right. Yes. And you're trying Thank to you. become a realtor, right? A professional right. realtor because they saw what other people are. They look at this magazine or they see somebody's Instagram or they're like, well, that's what a real estate agent should be. That's what I need to start being. And that's so, so not true. That's just how they are. And you're not yeah. them. But everybody thinks I need to be like them. Success leaves clues is, a, is an interesting mantra because it'll kick you in the butt too, because just because that made success for them doesn't mean that that's going to be your success. So the moment that you just owned the idea said, screw that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fraudulently be in this industry. I'm going to actually embrace myself and be me. And what do we always preach? Attract and repel. Right. And if, when you're not being you, there's nothing to attract or repel because it's a fraudulent front that doesn't attract or repel anything. So you're not going to get much of anything at all because you really aren't anything. Right? You're something, a hallucination of, of just not even real. And the moment you just said, that's it, here I am. If you like me, great. If you don't, I don't care because enough people will like me. And then you right. can actually have that freedom to be you. I mean, you dress up in a freaking Batman costume, right? I mean, that's you. You're having fun. You cut up all the time. You're, you're fun to be around. It's just you. To try to repress that, to fit into a fake bullshit mold yeah. was not fun. I mean, this is called the Happy Agent Podcast. That's a, that's a suppressed, right? person podcast i mean no who wants to live like that <laughs> right exactly. Like, that, exactly so that was a huge unlocking moment that i remember right that i was like look at this guy and some people probably said look at this guy what the hell right oh yeah who dresses up like that but who cares because that's the beautiful thing okay puma i just wanted to drive that one point home so now you went through no i mean you're you're spot on right i mean i think for me i always come back to the fact that so many people spend so much time debating on whether is this is this professional is this unprofessional should i do this should i post this should I? and you're spending all your time debating where people right. like jimmy are just doing right they're trusting their gut they're executing and 
I fully believe that when it comes to stuff like this and really anything that you're putting out from a content perspective, intent matters. If Jimmy was going on the intent of, oh, I'm going to dress up like Batman simply to get views, right? Even And at the end of it, he's ripping off the costume, like this stupid costume, but he just is creating videos for it, right? Just to get views, it wouldn't have worked. But Jimmy right. was doing it because he wanted to have fun. He enjoyed it. And he knew that it would make some people laugh, which if he could make them laugh, that made him happy. That would ultimately create a connection. And then because of that, it works, right? When I post stuff about the Redskins, or sorry, the Washington football team, yeah, let's get that it right. works. Yeah, it works, right? Because my intent is not, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. My intent is not to just talk about sports. My intent is actually something I care about. It's real. It's authentic. Right. So if what you're doing is authentic to you, then it will work. And this is authentic to Jimmy. Actually, the the reverse of this, of not doing this, would is unauthentic, right? And that's the issue. So I think so many people, are they, they spend so much time debating where Jimmy just wanted to go out and do this and have fun with it. And it worked extremely well to the point where we did shoot that hilarious video inside a $600,000 house. Um, and we had a lot of fun doing it. And it's to this day, um, I'll have Jonathan put the link in this, in this podcast below. It's one of our best performing videos we've ever had. Um, and it's, it's absolutely hysterical. And, you know, I, I guarantee you to Jeff's point, there were people that were like, Oh my God, I can't believe, you know, they dress up in a T-Rex costume and act like a rap video. And that's, you know, that's inappropriate. Well, you know what? To them True. it was. But to a lot of people it wasn't. And in fact, I remember you saying that you actually had a guy call you to specifically work with you because he saw what you were doing and liked the fact that it was so different and that no one else was doing it. I, I literally had – had, she called me and she – and this is how she – she answered. I said, hello, this is Jimmy. And she goes, hi, I'm Robin and I need Batman to come and sell my house. That's exactly what she said. And this is what was funny. That's what she said to me, but she's like, you don't have to, I don't really want you to do that though. Like you don't have, like, I'm okay <laughs> if you don't, but that's how like that's, and I, I actually get people like that, that do like, they really want me to do it. Like, yeah, when are you doing your Batman video? When are you doing your Batman video for my listing? I'm like, Oh, it's coming. Yep. It becomes an identity. It becomes a, yeah. it becomes a whole thing, but, it, but it's all, it's 100% authentic to you. And I want to point that out. Don't go do something just to go do it. If you don't right. believe in it and if you don't really want to do it, but if it's something you believe in, it doesn't matter what it is, go do it. You, it will work. And I, I feel like I've, I've had a ton of conversations with other agents too. Kind of not necessarily about the, the bat realtor thing, but you know, why did you decide to do that or whatever it is? And, you know, I end up having conversations with like, what's important to you? What do you love? What, you know, focus on that kind of stuff. Look at content that's around the things that you love and the things that you're into, you know, like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. If you love Jeeps, cool. Let's start, let's see more about Jeeps. Let's see more about this. Let's see more about that. You know, do what's comfortable for you and what you enjoy that you can have some great conversations with. Um, and have fun with, cause that's kind of what this should be to me. You gotta have fun. Well, let's, <laughs> let's look at it this way, right? Just on this phone call, you, everyone has a different personality. They have different, different things that they are comfortable and that's authentic to them. If Craig tried to do that video, it wouldn't work, right? It's not Craig's style. It Craig, could be good. That, it's just, just not, Craig. right? <laughs> it may be funny, but Craig would hate yeah. it. 
the entire yes. time, right? Yeah. And so it wouldn't work. Whereas, you know, you come to me and I'm like, dude, I'll dress up in a T-Rex costume and do it with you. <laughs> so it just, it just really depends, right? But again, it's all about knowing yourself, being super self-aware and just following your gut and play, stop debating and just start doing. That's, that's the biggest piece of advice I can do. And Jimmy's proof that it can work. Now, I want to run back to something you said earlier uh, that you wish if you were to start again, right? Knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently? And those of you watching, pay attention because this is some good value here about what yeah. you wish you would have done from the beginning. So what would you say? Well, one of the first things would be definitely be yourself. I think I hit that pretty good. It doesn't matter what it says. There's, you know, there's millions of people that need to buy, buy and sell homes. There's millions of realtors out there. If they don't like you, they're going to find somebody else. It is what it is, you know, but be yourself. You have to be yourself in this business. I totally believe in that. The other thing, like one big thing for me too, is it took me so long to just do it though. Not necessarily just the whole Batman thing, but and it's just doing something like I wish that I didn't spend so much try, time trying to understand everything and be as, you know, trying to think that I'm the expert that, um, that I, that I thought I could, you know, get to, but do something like when you come in and you start getting comfortable, yes, you have to learn some basic stuff. Don't get me wrong, but do it. Talk to people, like just do it. Like one of the biggest things for me that was so hard for me to get over and it had to do with Best Buy again. I kept comparing myself to that those 15 years. I had this huge sphere of people that I worked with. I worked in 14 stores in the Tampa, Sarasota, Fort Myers market. I knew district managers. I, you know, I've helped people, people that weren't like territory managers, whatever. Everybody comes down and wants to move to Florida. I couldn't pick up the phone and make a call. I could not call anybody over a district manager's like rank because I was just, I was just so scared and I was worried how they thought, you know, I left them to come and do real estate. You're going to just do that. That took me almost a year to make that phone call, a freaking year to make that phone call. And then I finally did. And I'm like, I, I guess I had anxiety the entire year for doing it, but I finally called, started reaching out. All of a sudden, I'm selling houses to my old district managers. I got people that I hired coming up, coming out of the woodwork, um, you know, buying their first home, you know, whatever it was. But, you know, just do it. Like, you have to – you're going to have to take a leap of faith at some point. But do you, you think – Jimmy, I'm curious, though. Do you think that looking back at it now, that you were holding yourself back because it was easy to make that excuse – to yourself, right? It was easy to justify to yourself of why you weren't doing because you didn't know everything yet. I just look uh, at yeah, some, of our, some of our new definitely. agents and they, they are basically lying to themselves, right? But it's justifiable. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to call that for sale by owner yet because I don't know the script 100% yet and I don't want to screw my chance up. And I'm sitting back on the reverse going, okay, let's play this out. You don't call them and you still don't get the business right because you right. didn't call them right. so the no matter what whether you called or didn't call you're still not getting the business right but at least by calling you're creating the possibility that you might actually say something that they like and that they say yes but do you think that that you were holding yourself back because it was easy to make that excuse oh hell yeah i'm i'm sure of it 
I'm sure of it. And it wasn't so much just the content. The, my, my thing was just understanding all of it too. It wasn't so much, let's say a script or something like that. It was like, oh crap, they said yes. What the hell do I do now? Like they want me to, they want me to do this. Like, I don't know how to write a contract. I don't know how this is going to roll out. I don't know what to ask here. I don't know what to do here. Oh, I can't do this over here. Oh, uh, I'm just not going to call. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm not going to yeah. do it. So you're just, <laughs> it was, it was fear of the yes versus someone actually saying no. Yeah. It's more fear of like not knowing how to handle if they do say yes. And if they need my services, like, Oh crap, what am I going to do? And then I realized quickly when you have the staff that we do, and you know, the support that we have, like there's like, there's no reason not to. And that's why I say when I go back, you know, from like day one, just do something, you know, whatever you have to talk to people. Don't wait. There's plenty of people around that will be able to help you, which we can't, we can say for other brokerages out there that they don't have that support. So I can understand where people may have heard that. Oh, well, if I don't know, I can't do it. We have the support here. Just do something, whatever it is. Make the yeah. talk to someone, whatever it is. We got you. There's 20 people you could text immediately and get an answer um, for your for right. your responses, direct managers or other around. So um, if you guys don't have that where you are, you need to get somewhere who does because, guys, we are business partners. We don't make money until Jimmy makes money, right? So right. our whole thing is we don't want him to screw up. We don't. We want him to ask the question quickly so we can get him the answer so we can go. But please stop stop thinking that you're supposed to know because you you don't really your value, Jimmy that you bring to this partnership are people that you know that we don't, right? Our value to this partnership as the 55, 60,000 transaction that was already done, that we can help you do it, right? So that's kind of the, that's how this whole thing works. And if you don't think about your, your brokerage relationship as a true partnership in that aspect of it, I think it might be time to rethink that, that thought right. because we're all in this thing together on there. So what's the next level of happiness for the McNally family? Like what, what is, what's possible for you in this business now? And because now this is an important question from a self-awareness and a, and a reality standpoint, you've got kids, what are the age now? Eight and four. All right. So an eight year old and a four year old, right? That lifestyle is an interesting lifestyle because a lot of your happiness revolves around having time with the kids. Yep. Right. So when we talk about what's the next level, what's the next level of happiness, it's not about making a million bucks, right? Maybe, Right. Maybe not, but probably likely not. Right. Because you certainly could. But to do that, like you had before, the retail world is, is not family conducive. Right. I mean, you don't have nights, you don't have weekends, you don't have holidays, the days, the times you want to do with the kids. And now, of course, we talked earlier, you're working your butt off, too. But you could be at the home and say, Dad, daddy's on the phone in one second. Oh, then yeah. you can go back to wrestling with your kids. Right. So that's the fun part about this business. So what's the next level? What's possible for you now? What do you see in the, in the near term for you? Well, on a, on a personal level, my, well, my wife and I actually kind of put our goals together. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a team effort. Um, I'll tell you, like, even like for this year we've accomplished and I have accomplished things that, well, that I set out for. So I'm, I'm happy that I fit, you know, some, definitely some big mile markers for me anyways, in my family. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, happiness wise for us, we are talking about, we are going to get it a bigger house. I mean, that's definitely something that's, you know, down the line that we're going to do. We, um, We've already taken some great vacations, but we are setting up some fantastic vacations. You know, the next couple of years, COVID kind of screwed up some stuff this year. So um, definitely have some plans in place, um, you know, for that. <clears throat> and we're, we, we, are, we have not started on a college fund or anything for the children, but we will. That is also one of our goals um, that we, we probably will hit this year. 
to be completely honest. It's kind of crazy. It's awesome. Crazy. Like it's fantastic. Like everything. It's just, it's absolutely insane, but it's great. It's great. So, and then, uh, and on, and then, <clears throat> and then my wife and I also are focusing on uh, health, health aspect. So, um, you know, cause it kind of, there's so many different pieces of it, but you know, obviously you have the money and the items and the, this is what we can buy or this is what we want to get, but it, like, we're going to really fit, focus on our mind and, and health is, is a big thing, right? Cause we want to be there for our children longer. You know, that's huge. Yeah, that's take care of the provider. Did you see that yeah. class with that doctor I brought in last Thursday? I got half of it. Yes. I actually need to call him and I need to set that up. That's cool stuff. I need that's to not well Cause we're the same I think, way. Yeah. yeah. We need I think it's a great idea. Oh, I need to be, I need to be, but it's, it's just, it's just cool how every, like, once you get to a certain point, you know, I think change obviously is change is very, very important. And, you know, I've talked about a lot of things like the, the things that have happened in my life and the changes that have happened that have brought me to this and the challenges. And then all of a sudden you're stronger every single time I feel like, but it's just, it's just cool how everything just, there's always something else as change happens or you get to a certain level and then something else is there. And like just going through just, Oh, cool. It's awesome. I'm hitting some goals. That's great. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hitting some transactions. Cool. I'm having fun. Awesome. Now all of a sudden I got all this money in the bank. I'm like, Holy shit. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That's awesome. That's amazing. Like I've never had this much money sitting in the bank like ever, like this is like phenomenal. Like, okay, now what's next. And then, you know, this, this thing came up where I was able to, you know, work with the management team. I think that was, that was just something that was, it was just amazing to have to be a part of that because that's something that drives me. And it's just like, there's just different tiers. You hit this, you hit this. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, I can obtain this. Oh, I can definitely do this now. I can, I can definitely hit this, whatever it is that, you know, I decide, or my, my wife and I, well, I keep saying my wife, like she's <laughs> like, she's not, uh, she's not slapping me around, but happy wife, happy life though. What? <laughs> Here's what I think is fun about this, this industry, right, is we, can, we like to go on quarter-by-quarter quarter basis, right, and which is kind of fun to do. So you could say, okay, Q4 is here. I'm either going to go full throttle, three-quarter throttle, half throttle, or quarter throttle, or just coast, right? And it's up to us to pick whatever we want to do. And as the kids are evolve and they go to school and they're more in this and that, the other things, you can, yep. you can tweak that. I mean, if you wanted to in Q4 go make 250000 bucks, you could absolutely do that. Now, will that cause missing some weekends? Yes, it will to oh, make yeah. 250 grand and a quarter, right? But you can do it, right? Or you could say, I don't, I know I can do it, but I really want to be around for the games. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to make 60 or 30 yeah. or 40, whatever is happy for your lifestyle. That's what I think that the origin and the, the genesis of the Happy Agent podcast to me that luxury to do whatever we want to do this quarter and it's the trade-off and it's a self-awareness to know that what do we want to do i mean we all could do way more we would just never see our families and we know some agents who go full throttle and never see their families and they have a not a good um exterior life right or interior life too so it's our choice so i think that's a, a very good point from a self-awareness perspective to know where are you this quarter and the fun part about this is q1 whole different game if you want right. it to be q2 whole different game if you want it to be so that's that's what i'm excited about is when the realization happens that you know like, i can do whatever i want i can make whatever i feel like making i can no, do as amazing. much as i want or as little as i want it's it's cool to be in in control like in control of that it's it's an, an amazing feeling um you know and i i don't want to say you know like i mean to the point where like 
I don't like, I'm not gelling with this client. So, or this buyer. So, you know what? I think it's better to cut, you know, cut strings. The fact that I can do that. I never thought I'd be able to do that. I've always been like, Oh my God, I have to do this. I have to close this sale. How am I going to, how are we going to pay the house payment? How are we going to pay for daycare? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And then when you're not attached to the outcome, you know, great things happen. But when you can do that kind of stuff, it's just like, when you're in control, if that makes sense, it's just, it's just an amazing, an amazing feeling, amazing feeling. Love it. I love it. Well, I, I'll tell you what, I think the tidbits from this are hugely beneficial to those who are watching. And I think the ones that stand out to me is the sooner you could just be you and not be attached to the outcome, the world just opens up to you to whatever you want your world to be. Right. right. I think that that's a, that's a truth that a lot of times people have a hard time accepting and then eventually you do. So my wish for everybody watching is that you just accept it and just unveil the you, the real you and be you. But here's the point, be you, but tell people about you. That's the number one thing you can be the best you, but if you don't broadcast that or tell people or give them something to be attracted to, then you're not going to do well. You're not going to get there, but you, you put yourself out there but your true self out there you posted it out there. You, you broadcast that and you're like, Hey, here's me. If you like me, great. If you don't know big deal, it yep. doesn't matter to me, but you have to do it right. Right. Puma. You've you got to take the steps and allow yourself to be seen. Right. But make it sure it's yourself that's being seen, not what you think other people want to see. And that's a huge point guys. And I really, I want to thank you for bringing that um, to the forefront today. Craig, yeah, closing keep- thoughts from, from you or Mike from you. Yeah, I mean, I just, I want to go real quick. So just keep in mind, guys, that the whole, you know, used to be fake it until you make it, right? That whole concept has completely expired from from the face of the earth, right? Because the reality is with the expansion of social media, you've been exposed, right? So it is so, we live in a completely different world people can very easily find out who you really are, what you really care about and what you're really all about. So you can fake it as much as you want, but the reality is the truth will always come out and people can tell. So stop trying to fake it, be authentic, no matter what that is and just own it. And if you do that, I promise you, if you just tell the world who you really are and give them all of you, you will see that come back to you full circle um, more than you could ever ask for. And, and Jimmy is proof of that. And so I'm really glad he was able to kind of articulate that today in his own words and, and put that out there and follow his advice because it's worked for him and it'll work for you too. Excellent. Craig? Yeah, I, I just want to add to it. Aside from that esoteric part, he also dove in and learned the basics really well, really well. And I think that has a lot to do with it because – your personality gets you as far as it's going to get you, but at some point there has to be some, some um, substance behind you. And he knew how to do his follow-up. He knew how to do his lead gen. He knew how to write a contract. He really has mastered all those things all the way and had fun doing it, right? So I could put Jimmy in front of anybody right now and feel confident that he could do as good or better job than most of our agents at any one of the things. So aside from, it's, it's, really, it's both things that are necessary be your authentic self and learn your, your task. And I think Best Buy probably had something to do with helping you learn your task. Yeah. Cause like I said before, that's they're really good at what they do. And he shows up every day like we do, right? He shows up to receive 
right? Well, we show up to give. So that's, that's the best part of a partnership is you've got both sides of it. So, and then Excellent. can I say something about that showing up every day? Because I don't know how many people I've other agents I've talked to from outside that always like, Oh my God, I can't believe you guys do so much, but again, I can't hit it. <laughs> I can't even say it. I feel like by, by everything that you put up and you show up every day, again, it's like I, I went from being an agent for one year to you know, five years. You know, that's how much knowledge I have received, I feel, I feel like. Because by just doing 10 transactions a year, you're not going to learn squat. And there's always something new that's going to happen. There's always new stuff. There's always challenges that are going to pop up. But the fact that we go through and kind of talk through all this stuff and help everybody through it, I mean, it really takes somebody who, like, to me, should be able to, you should definitely be able to produce to me sooner than later, just because of the fact that all the information that you guys, you know, that, that you guys provide, because it's a lot, but if you can take it, you can run with it and you can learn so much. And I mean, again, that's one of the reasons I, I am the way I am today. Is because awesome. of all that. And, and the reason we do it the way we do it is it's, we always, we call it, it's master's level continuing education. Right. And of course we do our next level universities and those, those structured, um, training classes but every morning team huddle it's master's level classes man it's real life yeah. what's going on right now and it's continual education and it will never ever stop right i mean this our learning never stops our, our experience never stop never slows and we just keep compounding that and compounding that so and we're only as good as you guys participating so we really appreciate all the yeah. contribution that you do as well so yes, cool. well, i think that is the wrap for this one jimmy i want to thank you cool. for taking your time um, with us on the Happy Agent Podcast. And um, you got some great, great tidbits. And guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this one and keep your eye out for some more. And as always, reach out for anything we can do to help you in the meantime. And have a wonderful day. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you.